Greetings Padawans and welcome to the Archives. Here to unlock this holocron, here's the man of the hour, Jedi Master Sotiko. And don't forget about Juder Fred and everyone's favourite rebel, Ziskeg. <laughs> we are live here on the Archives pod. We've got the Jute Man, the Kegger, Hello. the Fredmeister, and myself. Four lads, four chads out here today. And we got a nice cheeky little show for you. <laughs> Talking about OTs. Talking about lightsabers. And having a good time. So before we get started, figured we'd introduce everybody as this is a pilot episode. And why not start with the war vet, Ziskeg. Why don't you tell us a little something, something about yourself. Tell us who your favorite characters are, favorite movie. Well, my name is Darth Brent Lee. You know, my favorite character has to be Darth Bane. And with that comes the Darth Bane trilogy. Best set of books I've read so far. Favorite movie, probably Revenge of the Sith, probably. Is there any reason why uh, Darth Bane is your guy? Is that just because you're kind of feeling... Your girl, Xana. Oh, that plays a big part into it, but overall, I do like the Sith as well. Big Sith guy. Yeah, you big Sith guy in the Rebel Alliance? Shush. If y'all don't know, uh, Keg is a big fan of Mace Windu as well, correct? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love him. Love him in his Vapad. His Vapad? Yeah, yep. and what yeah, got you in Star character. Wars, Kegger? Um, my sister. We had the like a box set of the first six, and I'd watch that a fuck ton. Yeah, yeah. And for you, it was just Revenge of the Sith. Is that good movie? Is that because Mace Windu was so prominent in that movie? Hey, man, <laughs> he's got he's he's a cool guy. He is a cool guy. He is a cool guy. You know who else is a cool guy? The Juder. So you see, that's where the trouble began. That smile. That damn smile. No. <laughs> no. For you, Jude, you, you recently got into Star Wars, so I'm curious what your takes are in, in terms of who your favorite characters are, what got you into it, what your shows are looking like. Well, one of my favorite characters is uh, Starkiller. I'm playing the games recently. Streamed them on Twitch. It was a good time. What, what got me into Star Wars was uh, Silas, That's my fair. cousin. He told me to watch that shit. I watched it. Got hooked. Everybody got hooked now. It happens. Favorite show? Andor. That shit was good. Andor was pretty gas. And the thing, Smouty, really? the thing with this friend group is, too, I started playing this goofy-ass game called Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and then these dudes all followed me. <laughs> these dudes all started playing it, so we all kind of got hooked on it. And, uh, and taking so much Star Wars is... Always going to be a, a social thing, but the dude over here, Fred, he started probably about three months after all of us, and he probably knows more about the game than any of us. So, Fred, why don't you give your introduction 
How's your Star Wars lore looking like in your life? I know you've been a fan for a minute. A minute, yeah, like a literal minute. <laughs> yeah. I've um, tons <laughs> of you guys. We watch the movies together in Discord. So, yeah, I mean, I when I was younger, I kind of knew about Star Wars. Like, um, my brother had like I think it was Episode Four on disc, so I watched it. But I like I didn't really grasp it like back then as a kid. But as I got older, I appreciated Star Wars more. Um, I definitely like the story a lot more as an adult than when I was a kid, for sure. Um, and I think as far as my favorite Star Wars show slash movie, probably the Kenobi series. I, you know me, I love Kenobi. He's my favorite character. Um, I just love his vibe. Um, I love his, just his character in general. So, yeah, he's definitely my favorite. And you do one hell of a... <laughs> You and my brother out again. <laughs> um, love him, love him. Yeah, and it's always fun sharing things with friends as well, especially stuff like Star Wars. Um, I've probably been watching this stuff since I was out the womb. Like my first movie that I ever saw in a theater was Star Wars Episode Two, and we got tickets to that from like a box of Fruit Loops for free, and. um my favorite character's always been Anakin on the light side. Dark side, <clears throat> probably still Anakin with Darth Vader, but that's kind of a lazy answer. Y'all know I fuck with Revan. Revan's my guy. Uh, but what got me into Star Wars was actually my dad. He was a huge Star Wars guy. It came out on his birthday like the original one did. Um, so that's always been dope, and because of that, my favorite movie is episode six. Because that's where Luke saves his father, you know? So I always had a deep connection with that. But it's always been Anakin for me. And having shows that feature Anakin has always been dope. Like the Clone Wars. Like Rebels, when you get to see a little bit of Anakin. Um, and the Kenobi series, which was also tight. I'd love to see a little bit more. But obviously you are dangling on overexposure a little bit. You kind of want to do other things. Um, but we might see a little bit of Anakin in the Ahsoka show, which comes out pretty soon. Are y'all pretty hype about that? Hell yeah, brother Thrawn. Yeah. to see my boy Thrawn, live action. Yeah, we're big Thrawn fans in this chat, so. Heard a whole lot about him. How about his books? Heard they're good. Have you read them? Not yet. I got, I got, I got them. Mm-hmm. I haven't started him yet. I'm on chapter four right now in Heir to the Empire, and it's kind of, it's a weird comp with Thrawn because, like, he kind of does whatever the hell he wants to do, and everyone else is, like, scrambling around him because the Empire is at a state where they have no backbone. They have no solidified order of what's to come, and Thrawn's over here, like, doing yoga and sipping lattes while everyone's just flipping out. He's chilling, talking about art. And dude's a dude's a villain for that reason, man. Dude is a villain. And he's going to be... I think he's not even going to be, like, too prominent in the show. But he'll pop up here or there. And yep. that's going to be tight. I mean, I hope that we get to see him at least in the first two episodes just to, like, dangle us with it. But that kind of goes back to Juder's theory about 
we were talking last night and he was saying like they always leave us on cliffhangers and i kind of agree especially early on in series like i get it you're writing for television but it should be a it should be a a linear story that you're writing and dropping cliffhangers in between yeah. episodes I, i'm just not for that and they did that a lot with andor but andor kind of paid off pretty well yeah so do y'all have any like expectations for this ahsoka show we'll see what zeb's up to yeah they left that little <clears throat> little cameo what are you feeling keg uh Whenever I get to see live action Ahsoka, I'm happy. <laughs> Even though she's easily, easily upper 40s, early 50s, big chilling. Don't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> Don't matter. <laughs> so, Bucks and 10. The Grudas, age like fine wine. I, I mean, if we want to talk about fine like wine, we could talk about Judas girl. Sabine. Saboner. Yeah. Y'all think that she's going to turn into a Jedi man? Kind of teasing it. Yeah. I think, you they've know. been teasing the hell out of it. They, they, they make it look like she's force sensitive, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's got to have something to do with her boyfriend's lightsaber, too, you know? Like, mm -hmm. whether that's giving her a little bit of. A little bit of the force sauce. <laughs> Whether Ezra's given her the force sauce, you know, you never know. But I think that I think we'll see Ezra at some point, like in person, not just in the hologram form, because he's just too big of a character at this rate. Plus, like him and Thrawn were lost together. And if Thrawn came back, that means Ezra's got to be somewhere, right? So I think the underlining story of Ahsoka is going to be where is Ezra, which is crazy because there's going to be so much happening. There's that dark Jedi dude with the orange lightsaber who's sick as hell. Rest in peace to the actor. But Ahsoka's going to, I think Ahsoka's going to be gas, you know. I think it's going to be sick. A lot of people didn't really mess with Boba Fett. Some people didn't mess with Obi-Wan for one reason or another. I think everyone's going to mess with Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka's sick. If y'all had to pick like a, a show that's came out that you didn't really mess with, what would it be? Because personally for me, I'm not huge on the Mando show. Like that's the one show. Especially this past season, man. I felt like oh, it was yeah. just a waste of time. It was beautiful for me. Boca stands, rise up. Yeah. <laughs> Two percenters. Facts. <laughs> I just didn't see the point of bringing back Grogu, but to each their own, man. I get it. It's he's a popular character. Bringing that money maker. Yeah. Yep. And I, I, you can cherry pick and pick and shoot. Yeah. You can cherry pick. They got my money. Who and what you like? Like a lot of people didn't mess with Reva in the Kenobi series. Juder's one of them. Keg's one of them for another reason. Yes, sir. <laughs> I didn't like she grew on kept... me towards the end. Yeah. She just kept growling, though, man. And yeah. I hate it when, like, I'm not watching anime, bro. <laughs> I don't want my villains to be growling, you know? But I felt like Kenobi was a decent show. It was just too long. 
I felt like there was a bit too much filler in the Kenobi show. Because there were episodes there that we all felt like, especially that third one where like they went to the base. I felt like that didn't need to happen. And I'm like, I'm just hoping this Ahsoka show doesn't have filler like that. Yeah. Mando going Jack Black and Lizzo land. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking reason. <laughs> Literally for no reason. Just to be like, oh yeah, we got B2 battle droids back, baby. <laughs> so with you, Keg, you're a serial hater. What kind of what kind of hatred opinions that you got recently about these Star Wars shows? Well, First of all, Mandalorian season three. Yeah. Why that got to happen, man? Mm -hmm. I don't want to see it. Book of Boba Fett. Oh, man. You know, that, that'd be really cool in a book, in a comic. But I want to see a show about Boba Fett. Yeah, that's fair. Unless he's doing some bounty hunting. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of there too with the book of Boba Fett. I was, I think we were all expecting some cooler stuff than that. Yeah. He was kind of just hanging out with, I mean, shout out to Fennec Shand. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> when you're just chilling on Tatooine for six episodes, two of which aren't even your episodes. Like, yeah. We had a Mando episode, we had a Luke episode, which, fair play. Fair play. Those were good episodes, but. Um, I think Fred even said it like when you dedicate a show to a character, you want the character to get at least some sort of arc. And what arc did Boba go through? Not so much, you know, not so much. That little bit with the Tuscans, that's yeah, that's really all he did. And if they use the, the show to bridge, because like there's always a theory of did Boba survive the Sarlacc pit? Well, obviously he did now. Thanks to Disney. But do you guys think, honestly, should Boba have stayed dead? After after knowing how little impact he had in The Mandalorian, after the book of Boba Fett, do you think bro should have just stayed dead? Hmm. I think so. I think he should have, yeah. He just didn't really add that much extra. You know, if you're going to bring back a character like Boba Fett, we need him to be like either great or not at all. You know, mm -hmm. like one or the other. You can't, there's no middle ground. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel you. Especially a character as iconic as Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's like making a See that Princess Leia show and making it just mid. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> which, to be fair, half like Kenobi was half about Leia. Yeah. And the Leia parts, I. I was more interested in the Kenobi show for like the Kenobi Vader stuff, man. I got to be honest, and I get it that they're just driving home the narrative that this is Anakin's kid. But some of the Leia stuff, man, like the chase, uh, that one. That one musician chasing her in the forest, bro. Flea? Yeah, flea. Couldn't catch a 10-year-old Leia in a forest, man. That just got me. 
and it's little things like that that I think they, they need to just sit down and think like, uh, could this get cut? Could this get... But I get it. They're writing for television. They gotta they gotta do that. But maybe they shouldn't write for television with such iconic characters if they keep swinging and missing. Um, but with Ahsoka, I'm confident. You know, it's Dave Filoni. The dude created Ahsoka. If if any of us had a character that we were writing, we'd obviously want the best for them. It'd be so scuffed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Big old bro like dude long hair. Yeah. <laughs> Should be playing D tackle. <laughs> the one thing that I really really mess with with this uh, Dave Filoni cat is he he's a really good storyteller in the sense that George was with his films and his TV shows. So. If this, if this is bad, which I don't think it can be, but there is the the notion that, oh, if Ahsoka's bad, we're done with Star Wars, this, that, the other. Um, it's just, that's cap. Yeah, and yeah, no. I think it's more of people just saying, like, you can't do this to us, too. Like, because Ahsoka is really a fan's character by a fan for the fans. And if you mess this one up, it's like... <laughs> how much of a, a t-ball do you need man because we're literally just putting it up there for you all you gotta do is go take a hack at it and you're swinging and missing man and it's understandable you know people are paying for disney plus people want these shows to be good but at a certain point they do need to kind of deliver and you i know that you guys aren't the biggest sequel fans I, I enjoy parts of the sequels. I think Ben is a good character. I don't think that they were written well. I know y'all are a bunch of y'all are a bunch of raiders. Y'all hate Ray. But yeah. And that's fair. I I think personally and this parlays us to talking about some theories. I think personally Disney was trying to mesh Ray into like the chosen one prophecy. She was also very much like Luke in the sense that her entire story kind of mirrors Luke. <laughs> um, I've seen it before. I don't want to see it again. How, how y'all feel about like the main characters of Star Wars? Like if you had to rank them of the three, do you guys prefer Anson or Luke? Because I know y'all are going to put Rey at the bottom. I think Luke's grown on me over time. Because before, I didn't really fuck with the first movies, like the OG movies, because of how old the videos were for them. Or like movies, the graphics-wise, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's just a little too old for me. But once you dive into Star Wars, you start respecting characters a lot more. Yeah. It's really fair. Luke, he's, I mean, I'm writing a book with Luke in it, so I've been doing nothing but researching Luke for the past year. So, Luke to me is like, he's like John Bon Jovi. I think he's sick as hell. Like, I'm having a really good time researching him because this man's just cracked out of his mind. And it kind of makes you appreciate Anakin more because Anakin is like, 
if if Killian Mbappe <laughs> tore his ACL and never played another game of football. That's what that's what Anakin was because he was he just had all the potential in the world, but dude just crippled himself. So as powerful as fucker was, like he could have been even more cracked, which just makes me appreciate him a little bit more. But I think for me, it's even as a huge Anakin fan, like I think Luke is just there's something different about Luke. You know what I mean? He's like an everyman type beat. But what about you, Fred? Like watching Star Wars for you, like do you? What do you what do you vibe with? What do you mesh with? Like what what captivates you in that sense? He first started watching the movies. We watched it in episodical order, right? So mm-hmm. from one straight to nine. Um, and I really liked Qui Gun in the first movie. I kind of grew. <laughs> I grew to love Anakin, you know. Yeah. I, I really loved his um his character, you know. Um, he didn't just do what people told him to do, you know. He had his own opinions, his own thoughts, you know. Of course, it led him down to a dark path, but I mean, yeah, that's gonna happen when you have someone in that in that same kind of role. In oh, you know, like, Kenobi tried his best. Mm-hmm. So I, I I would say Anakin is number one for me. I'd probably put Luke at second and Ray as, as a, like a close third. Okay. Because I like Luke, but I feel like there's some things that Luke definitely did that kind of irked me a little bit, you know. But uh, anything I, in I'd say that's the. Old. Um, in particular, I don't really like the fact that. In, in so okay, people are not gonna they're gonna hate me for this, but um, I don't like the fact that in the third movie was it. Luke kind of just went off and did his own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that he had to go through his own journey, but like, you have people that literally need you and you abandon them to learn to, to go and train to become a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there could have been some middle ground there where he, you know, maybe he goes and he. He, he like takes Leia with him or something because Le- Leia could have came with him, you know, and she could have maybe done more with her force powers because in, in the sequels, you see that she obviously has force powers. We know that she did her own Jedi training, mm-hmm. but rather than her learning from Luke, if she also learned from Yoda and then together they go back to help the, the rebellion, I feel like that would have been better. You know, that's just my my take of it. You know, obviously some people are gonna be like Fred. Obviously, she's a big part of the Rebel Alliance. You know, they needed her, but at the same time, like, wouldn't her becoming a badass Jedi have helped the Rebel Alliance way more than her being a general? Like, they have a bunch of generals. Ah, you spin facts, you know and I never even thought about it like that. Like having two Jedi's rather than just having the one, and they can yeah. train together, mesh together, work together. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been sick. That would have been really they're, sick. They're also a force dyad, right? At least in my in my eyes, they are, right? They're connected. They're twins. Mm-hmm. They're both walkers. They're connected by fate. They they ran into each other again after however many years. Obviously, he didn't know that it was his sister at the time. But look, they randomly got back together. They're, they're literally bonded by fate. 
Like they could have been done so much together as a pairing rather than individually doing their own thing. You know, that's yeah. my take on it. Any? No, that's 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 fire. <laughs> I think that yeah. would have been that would have been sick to see. Mm-hmm. If Leia just bust bust out a lightsaber, killed Jabba. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You kidding me? What a joke. <laughs> and she could have like whipped that whipped that thing out at like when she was the bush Leia, you know? <laughs> oh, I killed a Jedi. This is my OC. <laughs> Cause it's funny, the first like OC in history is Bush Leia, really. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that's gas, man. I never even thought about it like that. The thing that kind of correlates with me in that sense is I wish that... I wish that more Jedi went with Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon to Naboo to face the Sith Lord because they only sent two motherfuckers to face Mm -hmm. a, a Sith Lord. And that's even the Jedi didn't even believe him in the first place. But yeah. man, the Jedi weren't doing nothing. They weren't doing nothing. <laughs> they were just kicking back with their feet up. If they sent Plo Koon, if they sent Kit Fisto, if they sent I'm a Gundy, if they sent anybody. Send Yaddle. Could have made some motherfuckers up. Send Dooku. Yeah. But man. If you man, if they sent Dooku with Qui Gon to kill Maul, that would have been nuts. That would have been nuts. Yeah. A Sith killing a Sith, that would have been nuts. Mm-hmm. But that's the one thing that I, I never understood is why they didn't give more backup. But that that scene in and of itself is crazy because there's just so much on the line with that battle with Qui Gon, Obi Wan, and Maul. Because if any if anything goes differently. I think Anakin turns out so much more differently. Whether Qui-Gon lives, Obi-Wan dies, whether they both live, whether neither of them live, I think Anakin low-key turns out in a better place, in a better spot. Because if Qui-Gon lives, he teaches him. If neither of them live, the Jedi just sent him back to Tatooine. Either way, he's in a better situation because it just didn't work with Obi-Wan. But no, Star Wars is beautiful in that sense because no matter ever how many times I watch, I'm always sitting there wishing that different stuff happened. But of course, it's it, it all happened a long time ago and it's already done and dusted, and we're just being told the story of it. That's what yeah. I just find incredible about the whole Star Wars, especially the Chosen One, and the prophecy that this kid was destined to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force. And I feel like they kind of just nurtured him the complete wrong way in the sense that, he, say, Ronaldo was given, like, defensive drills his entire life. But dude is the best winger striker of all time. And if you gave him defensive drills every training session, he's not going to meet his potential. And that's kind of what they did with Anakin. They just, they threw bro 
into being a general in the army <laughs> at 19 years old, dog. And you're sitting there wondering why he has fears of dying and fears of his close ones leaving him. It's just nuts. And the Jedi are just, I feel like, as much to blame for Anakin's downfall as he is. Um, which I think is kind of why Luke got so in his mind in the sequels and that's why he bounced to just confine himself because he saw what his father did and he knows what his father did and he didn't want to duplicate that like he didn't want to turn to the dark side um he didn't want to become something that he wasn't so he just went and closed himself off from the force but i mean there's many speculate there's many speculations about that like Keg, how do you, like why do you think Luke darted yeah. off to the sacred island after Ben destroyed the temple? I think I ain't got no clue to be <laughs> honest with you. It's been so goddamn long since I've seen one of those three movies. You gotta get your you gotta get your uh your game up, dog. I I like the books way better. That's fair. What the, book are you reading right now? The books and the comics. Right now, I'm reading Ronin, which is based off the duel, which is the first episode of Star Wars Visions. Okay. So it's basically, it's, it's Star Wars, but it's feudal. So it's like Jedi clans. Yeah. And then they take over each other, absorb each other, and stuff like that. Super legends. Super legends. More in like uh, the infinities okay. category than legends. I think that's what it would be. Okay. If you had to pick between canon, infinities, or legends, and that's the only thing that you could... You could uh, see, watch, read... Etc. What would you pick? Oh, give me that legends, baby. So much content yeah. there that I love. And the storyline that I know so far for like the legends sequels, I like that more mm -hmm. from what I've seen from the movies. But I got to read into it more. Yeah, that's fair. What about you, Jute? Legends canon or infinities? Yeah, I don't. I only know canon. I don't know that what the other two are about. <laughs> I'm trying to broaden my knowledge a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So we'll get back to that one later. <laughs> See, I'm now just jumping into legends myself. After I consumed as much canon from the Republic to the Resistance era as much as i could in between there um mm -hmm. and now i'm kind of fleshing it out with some legend stuff like the plagueis novel which i think is a really sick novel i think it's a really sick book it's technically legends but everyone calls it canon everyone says it's head canon um heir to the empire i'm reading it now four chapters in it's sick as fuck it makes thrawn just Everything that Thrawn was in Rebels, I don't know who in here has seen Rebels besides Keg, 
Um, Rebels is probably, it might be my favorite animated show, as good as Clone Wars is. Yes. I am a fucking, I'm a Rebels guy, 100%. Rip, rip the blind man, but... <laughs> Man, Die for some poo. Yeah. <laughs> That's as far as I got. I haven't seen an episode since. Oh man, Rebels is sick, but it just makes th everything that Thrawn is in Rebels, bro. It like puts it under a microscope, and you can just see like the fine details of how Thrawn is, how he got there, and why it is. I know we read that uh that audiobook shoot of the comics for Thrawn. And it, it takes good. it takes place like after all that, heir to the empire, and it's sick. Um, and yeah, I don't think I've I've kind of avoided. I've literally tried to avoid legends just so I can finish the canon before jumping into legends. Um, so canonically, we're all caught up. Um, if I had to say what my favorite canon content has been recently, low key, it's been the video games and that's not even like capping i really enjoy the video games between battlefronts campaign um the jedi fallen order series i think those have done such a sick job at just giving more context to situations like order 66 like the empire and it's it's just it's always dope to be a jedi let's be honest it's always dope to play as a jedi um I don't now when they limit your force abilities though exactly yeah. you gotta, oh, it's on cooldown yeah you gotta wait there was never any i mean there was getting force exhaustion but that shit was rare that shit was rare but if y'all had to say what's your favorite favorite piece of recent star wars that you've engulfed what about you fred recently the last thing i really watched was um see i haven't really watched ahsoka yet uh i'd say the best piece that i've watched recently probably the andor series it was really good okay i enjoyed it yeah i enjoyed a lot of it um aside from that probably well, um, I started rewatching Clone Wars. You know that. Yeah. So, I love the Clone Wars like, so much. <laughs> I started watching it in like its chronological order, and it just makes so much more sense now. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> a random ass yeah. episode two sixty nine. Oh, first episode. Yeah, that's how it is. Like the first episode that you watch is like season three, bro. <laughs> it's... Yeah. Admiral Trench, what are we doing? Yeah. It's fun though with Squiggo playing Squiggo, seeing new characters mm -hmm. come into the game that we enjoy too. Um, so recently in Squiggo, they just dropped the uh, the Calcestis stuff, and that's sick. And that's something that I really want to get. Not just those Kairos, man. Yeah. Have fun. We'll get there eventually, man. We'll get there eventually. But it's just cool to see, like, how things overlap and stuff. What about you, Keg? Most recent Star Wars enjoyment for you? I've been watching uh, cutscene 
like of uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic, of the DLCs with Valkorian, yeah. Vitiate, Tenebrae, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And that dives in more into Revan's story. Yeah, which it kind of butchered there. A little bit. The 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 ending, his ending. Yeah, they. The old Republic didn't really do Revan that nice. Yeah. They didn't really do him that nice. It's kind of like episode 9. They brought him back, but like, for what? <laughs> it's kind of goofy. Like, he, he came back for revenge. Now he's trying to kill the Emperor. Mm-hmm. He fails. And, and then he tries to do it man. again or whatever. Yeah, they didn't do my boy justice. And then he... <laughs> Like he got split into like a dark side, light side, and his dark side. It's they they messed that boy up. Mm-hmm. The like... novel as well. <laughs> like ab- abandon your pregnant wife. Yeah. <laughs> and then get captured. Especially when your pregnant wife is Bastila Sean, bro. Yeah. You know what's the worst part of it? Their son wasn't even Force-sensitive. I know. <laughs> Unreal. But hey, game's the game, you know? What about you, Juder? Most, uh, most recent Star Wars enjoyment? Probably the uh, Dr. Aphra comic series. Uh, you know, I can't read. I don't like to read. <laughs> That's it was fair. an audiobook comic, so pretty good. That's and then fair. they brought her in the squiggle, and I was like, ooh, might have to farm her up. Yep. Get that whole team rocking. That'd be a sick team, too. Because, like, half the wrecks go with her. But it works yeah. out. It works out. All right, we're going to transition out. We got a. We have 12 questions to dive into for this mailbag. Um, shout out to y'all for ans- sending in questions. We're going to give you our best answers here. Um, if you guys would like to take part in the mailbag moving forward, feel free to comment them, tweet them at me, tweet them at the social medias, hit us up on Instagram at Star Wars TAP, Star Wars Tap, and feel free to tap in. So, Juder, you want to kick us, or actually, it's Fred. Fred, do you want to kick us off in the mailbag? Yeah, you good. Bro did not come prepared. <laughs> He's trying, man. Do it all day, dog. Jedi Order, Sith, or Mandalorians, which would you pick and what would your title be? And, uh. Me and Keg are easy here. I'm real easy. You know me. <laughs> Give me in that Darth Bane, Sith lineage. Put me. Get. Get rid of. Get rid of Cognus. <laughs> Give me Xana be my master any day, <laughs> and of course I'd I'd be uh, Darth Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Darth, 
He'd be Darth Rent, dog. <laughs> no, he'd be Darth Bent. <laughs> Rent do. <laughs> Have Xana teach me all that Sith sorcery? Whew. If Darth Bandon's name was Brandon, you'd be Darth Bent. <laughs> Fuck. We, we, Malik ain't my master. I ain't got to remove a letter from my name. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I'd Do you be know the. Too, man. You know me. I'm a, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. I've always been a good guy. So I was curious, what are you gonna say about this, Juder? Because you got a little, you got a little zest to you. <laughs> Throw me with the Mandalorians, bro. Right hand man of Bokustan. That's me. Ride or die. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> you, you the type of man though to remove your helmet? Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Get that jetpack, see you flying in the air. Flying head first into a fucking ceiling. I'm Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have your helmet on. Man, <laughs> boy, dead. You want a moonlight? I got you. We'll get Judah going on like a speeder. He'll he'll be piloting the ship, dog. He's <laughs> be like that one guy. Yeah. Season three. He ain't about that jetpack life. Uh, what about you, Fred? Uh, Jedi, Sith, or Mandalorian? Jedi teachings, so uh, by default, I'd be a Mandalorian. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah brother, rise up. You and Juder, the Bash yeah. Bros. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. First, when Dap and Dinjar. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it, kill that dude Grogu for us, bro. I'll, I'll two foot him. Yeah. Came out his egg. Yeah, I think I'd be a Jedi. I think I'd, I'd try to incorporate some of their teachings into my everyday life, like patience, understanding, and just... <laughs> Having a good time, you know, learning. You'd fall to the dark side. <laughs> I know I would. They'd be, be a so tempted. I would be fucking day tempted. one. <laughs> like, I'm shit? finished. That shit's pretty shiny. What's this triangle hologram? That's <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> I'd be tempted, but I think I'd stick. I'd stick to my guns. Then you'd give be you a dark week. Bent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna turn you, boy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You're not the first one that said that to me, believe it or not. Alright. Your turn, Kegger. From Elisa in Munich, Dutchland, which lesser known character from the Star Wars Expanded Universe do you wish was a part of official canon? Ooh. See, now this question, I don't see why it matters. <laughs> it's Star Wars. It's fucking awesome. I see your point, but, but I think... But, like, if you really want someone in canon, I guess, yeah. I think by this, they also mean, like, it doesn't need to be on a, in a canon book. 
I think they want to see them on the big screen, you know. You want to kick this one off, Juke? I got to think about this one. Yeah. Give me Johan Juke Juke live action. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make my OC cannon. Big old brolic dude. Doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's lost on some planet. Doing side quests. <laughs> what about you, Fred? I don't know a whole lot, but I do like Cal Kestis. I think he's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, if somehow tie him into canon, I saw some theories that technically he might be canon, but it's not official. Mm -hmm. Where, like, um, I think they said that Anakin, when he was a general, um, met Padawan uh, Cal Kestis's uh, teacher. Mm hmm. So I'd like them to tie in Calcesta somehow, you know, because he is he is really cool. Um, I would like him to have his own like set style of fighting, his own set style, you know, because like when yeah. you play the video game, you're creating his style, you know. I'd love for Calcesta to have his own set style, mm -hmm. just straight up his. We can call that that's Calcesta's stance. That's his lightsaber that he prefers to use for whatever reason, you know. Like it would be awesome to have Calcesta's like that you know like just pure canon we can see that character like gets a lot of love because he's a really good character in the video games alone he is such a good character so if they made him canon and they did him justice good character to bring to canon for sure i'm with you man i was i was waiting for him to pop up in the kenobi series because it takes place literally at the same time but True. he ain't yeah. pop up and i was just like ah that's unfortunate <laughs> man but no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Cal and on the screen would be tight. Especially because, like, the actor is an actor. He could easily do it. Um, True. But, but him and Marin now? Golly. I was, <laughs> I, I was waiting for them to get together for two games, man, and it finally happened. So maybe big things will come for that character. Um, what about you, Keg? So if we're going by it, I want to see him on a big screen yeah. or a TV show. I would really like to see more of my elderly woman, Treya. Treya? And see, and, and see, because what she's doing is she wants to, like, get rid of the force entirely. Mm -hmm. That's her goal. She finds Nihilus. And then she finds Mitra as well, who both in their way are, you know, very different from anything else in the galaxy. Yeah. And to see the formation of the Sith Triumvirate, that'd be nice to see them betray her, to see the Jedi purge. I always love seeing some Jedi die. Yeah, That's how I am. Jedi. We all think that this war vet is a spy, by the way. He's got this Rebel Alliance coat on, but this man is no rebel dog. <laughs> Look at him. I man. was flying the X-Wing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rebel's biggest hop. More like a buffalo wing dog. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if I could put any character... 
on the big screen apart from my own character because that'd be totally tight um you know i think what you do man <laughs> oh man fucking goofball man um i think it'd probably be a form of star killer a form of star killer obviously you can't have the game star killer but you can easily have a form of star killer if not him man I think I'd probably rock with Dr. Afra as well. She was sick. It'd be more Vader. It'd be more Vader as well. Our um, boy, Chrisane. If I had to pick, apart from that, give me Mara Jade. Give me Mara Jade. Give me a Mara Jade Luke movie. Because uh, you could easily tie in, like, that's part of why Luke ran off to the island. Because Mara died. Mara left him. He lost his jedi uh academy so what else does he have left you know but give me give me those two for sure i think that'd be my answer um need to see my boy luke luke with a woman judah all right this one's from david in new york what lesser known star wars character deserves their own Wait, is that the one we just read? Ooh, oh. Wait. Deserves their own standalone film or TV series and So this what, could be like a can character. Hmm. I'll go first on this one. one. Um, and this is something that I've been wanting to see, bro, for a hot minute. I think Ben Solo. Like a young Ben Solo. Just follow him around. Show the manipulation of Snoke. Um, if not him, give me Sheev Palpatine, bro. Sheev Palpatine. See some Plagueis with it? Yeah. See the setup? Yeah. How he gets in being a senator for Naboo? Man. Watch him kill his whole family? Strangle his mother? Watch him kill Plagueis like a bitch? Yeah. In his, in his sleep? Yep. Yeah. Unreal. Not my Sith Lord. No. That'd be sick. I think I think I'd go with Palpatine there because I'm literally working on a Ben Solo origin story. Uh, so yeah, give me Palpatine. What about you, Fred? Um. So, as far as like characters that haven't gotten a series yet. I don't really, I don't really have a lot of characters outside of the ones I've gotten series before. Um, this one's a tough one because, like, obviously we've already had the Obi Wan series. You know, we've already had. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Um, maybe like Phasma. Phasma would be a nice one to see because, um, yeah, because I've seen like. I've, I've been like dabbling in the the latest books because mm -hmm. I've been like reading on it a bit, and apparently they did Phasma dirty in the movies, like really dirty. Apparently she's a really like good character, 
So I'd like them to do her some justice, you know, just like make a Phasma series or even a movie just to show like how badass she really is. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, highest ranking woman in the in the first order. She was such yeah. a good warrior that she was like awarded Beskar armor for the first order. Like, that's pretty sick. That that is crazy, yeah. So yeah. See her in like a, a better light. That'd be nice. And give her a rework in Squiggle, man. Cause she's ass in Squiggle, bro. <laughs> she's ass. Oh, uh, apart from it, not that good. What about you, uh, Juder? Give me Hondo Onaka. A Hondo His own show? series. <laughs> Who would you want to pop up in it? Anybody. We scamming them. Is this, is this before or after Clone Wars? Because if it's after, we could theoretically see Darth Maul. Or just Maul. Fuck it, give me after. Yeah, that'd be tight. I just want to see him fucking haggling. Yeah. <laughs> Show him with a love interest or some shit. They you know they do that. What about you, Keg? Yeah. Watching me a dude. <laughs> Nothing wrong if with not Palpatine. If not Palpatine, I would like to see some uh, some Grievous, some Grievous, Grievous origin. Grievous origin, nice. So uh, him getting fucked up by Dooku. Yeah. And they're like, no, it was a Jedi. It was a Jedi. I swear. <laughs> I always... was blue. Yeah. I always thought that they were gonna give us some more Mace Windu content, like a young Mace Windu, but. It looks like they're more so going to be along the lines of young Dooku, which will be, it'll be decent. It'll be cool. But I do agree with Grievous. Grievous, just like uh, Phasma, just the greatest warrior that her, that his species ever known. Dude's entire clan gets wiped out. He's literally like less... <laughs> Less of a body than Anakin has remained. <laughs> and Dooku swoops him up, puts him in dope cybernetics, and he becomes just a, a theoretical Jedi slayer. Pretty dope character, Pot man. Pretty dope character. Um, yeah, sick, sick, sick question. Appreciate that one, David. This one's from John in Tennessee. Uh, do you think that Star Wars would have had the same cultural impact if George Lucas had stuck to his original vision for the prequels? Uh, I do not know the answer to this one. I do not know his original vision. Can you give us a rundown of that, Tico? Essentially, yeah. I would say... Probably not. Um, his original vision for the for the prequels were a lot more different than we even think. Um, Vader was literally going to be a different person than Anakin. Vader was literally going to kill Anakin. Obi Wan was still going to hide the kids. Um, Invader was not going to be Luke's father. Um, and the whole precipice of it was that Vader 
was jealous that Anakin was the chosen one. So he killed him, betrayed him. And then that's about as far as his original vision got, as far as I know. Uh, Obi-Wan was still going to be this great protector, but it just didn't have enough sauce to it, so to speak. Um, the reason why I don't think that that would have as much cultural impact as the OGs, or the ones that we got at the end of the day, is just because we saw Anakin's origin story and we saw the dude lose himself. We saw the dude lose himself. And at the end of the day, man, seeing a beloved character turn to the dark side, become Darth Vader. I watched it for the first time with Kathleen, her first time watching it. She didn't know that Anakin turned into Vader. So when that shit happened, when she saw Anakin getting put into the Vader suit, she was like, wait, what? That's the same guy? Um... I think it would have just had a completely different effect on pop culture as it is, really. And it would have changed the way that Star Wars is viewed. So I'm glad that he obviously changed his mind. I think it's for the better. But I know that there are some, like, I forgot what they call themselves, but it's like the, uh, they call themselves something. I think it's like the Ma Institution. Where they think beyond what George thought. And I just appreciate how George was able to realize, oh, this isn't probably the best idea. Let me change it. And he did so. Mm -hmm. So shout out to him. I think it turned out for the better. Uh, good question, John of Tennessee. Good question. Deep question. Um, no too deep. <clears throat> you got us on the next one, Fred? Yeah, um, the next one is from uh, Kevin in Oxford up in the UK. Shout out to the UK boys. Shout out uh, UK. Kevin says, if you could be granted a force power, which would you choose to have? One hmm, pretty force good power. <laughs> you want to start us off, Trevor, on this one? Yeah. Um. Man, one force power. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think man let me go with I, I think we all want to like just force do we all want to just force push stuff <laughs> no, force I want that pull I want like, that force like speed gonna do one of them force pull or, or like force telekinesis like boom boom you know move things i think i do that yeah i think i do that you could open doors i just go walk a one door right now <laughs> <laughs> i think i do force telekinesis man you know yeah no, i feel you um for me it's definitely got to be able be the uh the mind manipulation. I, I would love to just walk up to somebody and be like, "You are now working for me." Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, I've already paid for that pizza. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've already paid for that pizza. You will bring goose. me more. <laughs> mind trick, bro. 
That'd work on everybody, too. That'd work on everybody. Not that flying bug, though. Nah. <laughs> I've already paid Not on everybody. What do you mean? <laughs> I think that'd be cool. Jedi mind trick, you know? Just... Yeah. It's probably mine. That's fair. I think I... Yeah, I do yeah. the telekinesis. Move things. Because, man, yeah. imagine you, you're at a baseball game. Shohei Otani's about to break the record. You just, no. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That is judges. That is A.A. Ron judges record. Bye-bye. Solid question. Solid question. Did you answer, Keg? Oh, man. You know me. Horse insanity. No. Oh, no. Let me inflict fear. <laughs> if, not, not like you already if, don't walking into a room, dog. If I'm in Star Wars, I want some essence transfer. I want to take over someone's body. <laughs> Bro wants to be Aaron Rodgers so bad. <laughs> I'll walk up to him and I will be him. <laughs> That's fair, man. I'll, I'll overpower his mind. And so, boom. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck am I? <laughs> what is this? This is a cool jacket. Uh, you got us on the next one, Keg? Mark in Georgia asks, Star Wars has inspired countless spinoffs and adaptations. Is there a particular story genre you'd love to see explored in the Star Wars universe? I'm going to kick us off with, uh, give me some, uh, Dr. Aphra. Give me more. Or Dr. Aphra. Give me more. I need it. That's fair. Yeah. I'm a big Dr. Afro fan. Y'all know that. Who is um, If there's one Egg genre I'd like to see explored, I think it would be like a horror type beat. And I want that to be with uh, Darth Maul. I'd Some love to Ewoks. See, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see a Darth Maul... <laughs> Just absolute slasher movie of Bro him. Bro's hunting you down. Jesus. Yeah. In, no, in the time of the um, Republic, when Maul wasn't yet a Sith, but when he was just being trained, just wiping out politicians that disagreed with Palpatine. I think that'd be it. Just n no words need to be said the entire film yeah. by Maul. Just literally just follow him from place to place. It could be over the span of one night. It could be in one shot, like in 1917. Just literally follow Maul throughout the undercity of Coruscant. Just slashing up politicians that are like going and getting hookers, going and doing drugs. That'd be sick. That, yeah, I think a, a Star Wars horror film would be tight. Like Ewok Hunt. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So, it, yeah, that's the genre or story that I'd love to see. That'd be sick. 
Especially if like they didn't even do no marketing for it. Just literally say Mall coming soon. That's all you need. Don't do any interviews, none of like the, the Disney press BS. Just let us know when it's dropping. That'd be sick. I'd love that. Coming to you Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas day, 12 noon. Enjoy. <laughs> Mom, what is this? You celebrating life their, day. He was just getting their heads cut off, <laughs> bouncing on the pavement. <laughs> That'd be tight. What about you, Fred? This is more so based on my experience with the Galaxy of Heroes game. I would like to see more Knights of the Old Republic, mm -hmm. essentially. Just more Republic in general, you know? Just like, yeah. whether it's a, Egg likes a movie. My movie. man. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Star Wars fans, me included, that aren't really fully educated on how awesome the old republic is mm -hmm. you know love to just like sit down watch a series watch a movie just see all of that in action you know that'd be awesome i'd mm -hmm. love to see that that'd be gas just give it to us please keg kind of kind of interested in your answer on this one <laughs> oh well ain't that interesting <laughs> you know and anything old republic as fred said but also a horror movie would do great things man yeah if it be if it be mall if it be you know Back we follow Hello. a platoon pl platoon of fucking stormtroopers and they're <laughs> getting hunted by ewoks <laughs> they, they got they got separated yeah on indoor they, and they you, showed up late. You see, <laughs> you, you see flashlights <laughs> falling to the ground. It's like, oh, there goes Jim. Yeah. And uh, you, you hear their you you hear their calls in the forest. Yeah. There goes boobies. <laughs> oh, boobies. there goes Wicked. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be tight, man. I think they they should at some point dabble in a little bit of a, a little bit of horror, at least like a thriller type beat. You know what I mean? What's that one where there's zombies in space? Zombie, the comic. Yeah. I yeah that that Star Wars yeah. It's like stormtroopers and then like zombie, as well. It's neat. That is outside my realm. I'd have to look into that. Um. This is a good question for you, Jute, from Patrick in Texas. With so much Star Wars content available, it can be overwhelming for newcomers. Where do you recommend starting for someone who's new to the galaxy far, far away? Thank you, Patrick. Start from the beginning, beginning. <laughs> like me. <laughs> Look up your yourselves the timeline of legends and read that in order <laughs> start with um dawn of the jedi it's not a good book <laughs> you don't have to read all of legends come on <laughs> he's just saying bro that's what i'm it doing can be overwhelming for newcomers um yeah. if i could give you some advice I would start with the theatrical films. 
right? Everyone says, oh, watch all of it in order. Watch the theatrical films first. The series will apply context. But if you really want to have a good time watching the films, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, in order. After which, I think you watch Clone Wars. And then you would watch Tales of the Jedi. And then you'd watch Rebels. Then you can drip feed the live action stuff. I'd actually hold off on the Mandalorian until last, truthfully. Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett, hold on to those until last. So watch your Andor, watch your Obi-Wan Kenobi, watch your Rogue One, your Solo movie. Such a good um, movie. I loved yeah. it. Uh, yeah, hang on to The Mandalorian until the end. The Mandalorian is kind of like when you beat the game and then you're just going around trying to 100% it, you know what I mean? Um, and that's how that's how The Mandalorian should be viewed. But Juder was kind of like in this stance. What did you do, Jute? I watched it in chronological order, the movies. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of find characters you like, and then you go look at the comics for them or whatever. And then you'll start learning about new people over time. Maybe pick up Squiggo. You yeah. learn a whole lot from there, too. Yeah, if you play video games, the... there's so many video games. <laughs> um, and there's so many, like, we're going to talk a lot more about video games next week for sure, but... There's just so much, there's so much content in video games. So if that's an easier way for you to delve into it, feel free. But uh, I would start with the trilogies, find the character that you like the most, and then just dive into that character. So if you like Kenobi, go watch his show. Go read his book. Um, but start with the movies for sure. Um, this one is from Luke in Tatooine. The concept of destiny and the Force's influence on characters' paths play a central role in Star Wars. Do you believe that characters' actions shape their destiny? Or is there an overarching fate guiding them towards specific roles in the galaxy? Deep-ass question here, Luke, from Tatooine. Um, but I gotta be honest with you, man. I, th I truly think that while... While everyone kind of has free will in the Star Wars galaxy, I do think that the Force has its will. And no matter what you do, you can't bend the Force's will. I You're going to play into it somehow. Yeah. Whether no matter you, what you do. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, you are going to be impacted by the Force. And you see this head and shoulders with uh, Palpatine and Plagueis when they're trying to manipulate the force to extend their lives the force balances out and creates Anakin for the light side to try and combat them because they're such powerful dark side users that the light side needs as much power to remain balanced um, and it's, it's kind of like the, the fuck around find out graph if you want to fuck around with the will of the force, you're going to find out. <laughs> so 
I think that there is a bit of freedom, but I do think that there is an overarching fate that no matter like what there's a line in my book that says if it's meant to be then it will be and if it's not it's not and i think that is just what the force is it's a good question another one that like follows with the creation of anakin is with the rakadans and the thoyor because the thoyor nobody knows anything about those eight like ships that went to eight different planets and they collected species, brought them back to Tython, and they made the Jedi Order. And yeah. the Rakatans are defeated. Because the Rakatans were dominating the galaxy, enslaving planets, and then the Force sends out these eight ships, possibly, mm -hmm. to combat them. That's another example I think of it. When was the last time that you read into the Rakadans? I think I watched a really good video on the whole war with the Rakadans. Mm -hmm. You know, all the things that played into it. I think that that was like a month ago or something. Okay. I always enjoyed it. I, I felt like it was one of the more fun and intuitive reads, especially as a, uh, a just a, a fan of the older stuff, the lore stuff about how things are, what things are. The Rakatans are pretty cool. And I'm glad that they were brought up in canon as well. That was cool. Um, Fred, you got us on the next question, bud? Uh, yeah, I can do the next question. Okay. Okay. We got Greg from Wisconsin. Yep. Says, um, the Star Wars universe has its fair share of political intrigue. How do you think po politics should be portrayed in future Star Wars stories? And, um, I'd actually like to start off this one if you don't mind. Go for it, man. I think, um,. As far as like politics goes in the Star Wars universe, they should, in some aspects, try to keep it about the story, you know? Yeah. I feel like one of the reasons that the the recent trilogy, 7, 8, and 9, didn't really do that well is because they tried to make it a lot more about like politics in real life. Whereas when I'm watching Star Wars, I'm not trying to worry about real life politics i'm trying to watch a story i'm trying to enjoy myself you know what i'm saying like i get that in something as deep as star wars there needs to be some kind of political like aspect to it because a lot of politics right yep but i feel like rather than bringing real life stuff into it they should keep their own separate narrative and try to make the story more appeasable especially to a lot of young kids these days they only know the seven eight and nine trilogy you know like they don't they don't really vibe with episodes one through six because those are a lot older you know like maybe they'll they'll enjoy it somewhat but a lot of people that i know who recently got into star wars um they more vibe with seven to nine and i feel like seven to nine kind of has like a, a bit of a negative impact against them because 
they're not looking at Star Wars as just a story, you know? Like, it's yeah. more because 7 through 9 was their first experience with Star Wars, and it kind of shaped their whole aspect of the series in a certain way, you know? And mm -hmm. I'd like them to just stick more to the story rather than focusing on real-world aspects. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That's, that's... I like that. Um, obviously, politics have been ingrained in Star Wars at least since the first one. Having a Senate, having the Senate be abolished, and then with the underlining tones of like the Vietnam War being portrayed in Endor, I think it shouldn't be forced right it shouldn't be forced and i do feel like there are narratives things that they are trying to force into the show whereas if we are just making a, a really good creation um make the make the politics about it be in world you know that's why i really like the andor show because the politics of the rebellion Especially the early days of the rebellion with Mon Mothma, with uh, Luthen. I think that it was just really sick. It was really cool to see. But when they try to force agendas, I think that's when things start to become a little bit tricky in terms of appealing to different people because you don't want to alienate anybody. You know, you might have different views than somebody else. And just because something is this way you make it this way to appeal to this way well then everyone else that doesn't feel that way now doesn't resonate with your product and it, it kind of sucked with a character like reva where people didn't didn't they didn't appreciate reva being in the show in general because they wanted it to be more about anakin and obi-wan but because one or two people not even one or two, it was probably hundreds, thousands of people were making racial comments to the actress that portrayed Reva. It all became about a race thing, but you cannot like a character as long as it's for the right reasons, you know, and I hope that it stays in universe the politics because I don't like agendas being pushed no matter which which direction i'm not a political guy in any sense but star wars is that place where you can tell these stories but you can do it the right way as long as they're doing it the right way that's how i feel what about you juder just don't really care for politics so. yeah i don't think any of us really do yeah just people see star wars as a way to escape real life shit so yeah trying to bring that real life shit in and just gonna steer people away Mm hmm What about you, Vet? <laughs> well you, you fought these wars, bro. <laughs> Let us know how you feel, man. Man. I don't wanna see no agenda pushing in my Star Wars and my Rebel Alliance. <laughs> my great Rebel Alliance. That's fair. No need for it. Mm-hmm. I think there's better themes that you can write. Like, you have so much that you can write about in Star Wars. And if you're choosing to just write about politics, man, like, sort it out. 
because there's just too much content that can be covered but it is what it is at the end of the day if you're political cool congrats that's awesome just not for us uh you got the next one keg jessica in nevada asks the mandalorian has been praised for its ability to capture the spirit of the original trilogy how can future projects maintain the same authenticity and appeal of the originals i think it's similar to the answer that i gave for the last question you just tell tell stories you know have a concrete story that you're ready to follow and don't don't sway from it i think the biggest downfall of the sequel trilogy whilst i enjoyed it whilst i loved the characters i think that you know not having a concrete story of all right this is what's going to happen ray's going to be a kenobi she's going to turn ben back to the light side they're going to defeat palpatine if that was the story i think it works i think you can bring back palpatine and make it work but the issue is is they just they try and make things a little bit too political whereas george was just telling he was just telling stories and i think it does come from a different place too for the same reason like the mandalorian was really good the first two seasons and the third season was just a little it left you something to be desired for and it kind of fell off a little bit for me and i wish that it did maintain that same authenticity and appeal but i think they just went from telling a story to trying to make money and that's why they brought back grogu because the story was linear and then all of a sudden grogu's back why is he back just because he misses mando like he gives up his jedi training this kid that was a jedi for 50 years all of a sudden just doesn't want to do it anymore just float around in a ball <laughs> yeah i didn't really i didn't really appreciate that i think to answer your question jessica in nevada just tell stories tell a good story hire the right people and hire star wars fans don't overdo the fan service because you can only use the same characters so much. Like, I don't think that Luke, Leia, Han should be in everything. But I do think that there can be points in time where you're telling a story and you can dabble with dropping a character here or there. But just tell a good story. That's all. I think that's as easy as it gets. Because that's what the original trilogy was, is telling a story. But you, Keg, you're big you're a big, big what you're a big loyal fan you know do you think that star wars feels a bit different recently yeah it's all those all those new people they got running it Ain't the same, ain't got the same spark to it. The original two seasons, The Mandalorian, oh, I loved it. Mm -hmm. But when, when, I, when I turned on my TV 
and watch that first episode of season three. I got a quarter of the way through and I turned that shit off. I knew it wasn't it. The spark wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And that's what's crazy too is like we didn't like episode Not my one, Star we... Wars. We didn't like episode one. I I literally stopped reacting to them live because I wouldn't stay up. <laughs> I wouldn't stay up for the show. I'd watch it the next day. And that's the first time for a Star Wars show on Disney Plus that I haven't watched it immediately. Um, curious to see what you think about it, Fred. What are you thinking? Um, so, like I kind of said before, you know, like one of the big things they can do is keep politics out of Star Wars, you know. Um, but I feel like I didn't. I didn't really watch the third season of uh, Mandalorian, but I did watch the first two, and I enjoyed both of those a lot. Mm -hmm. I think, aside from just keeping the politics out, just stay course, you know, like steady, steady your course. Obviously, now you're more writing stuff on your own than uh, following kind of like the old Star Wars stories. But if you're going to like, so what the Ray movie's coming out, right? The new Ray movie. Mm -hmm. I think following the course of episode seven through nine what they could do instead is kind of try to revitalize the the franchise you know like make it feel like they're not forcing agendas down people's throats i want to enjoy when i'm watching star and anakin and obi-wan were fighting on mustafar and they're you know, and he's like, it's over, Anakin, I have the high ground. Oh, man, that, like, that was such an iconic moment for me. You know, and then Anakin's just like, you underestimate my power. You know, like, I want to see, like, cool stuff like that. I don't want to see, like, people talking about, like, political values and, like, this and that. You know, I just want to enjoy a nice story with cool plot lines, cool fight scenes. You know, that that's all I want from Star Wars, right? Yeah. That's what people. That's what, yeah, go ahead, JT. What are you gonna say? You want people fighting with lightsabers, not sitting around dicking around. You exactly. want action. That's that's what I want. Oh, our ship's about to blow up! Everybody retreat! <laughs> no, fight. Yeah, more than Hold anything. Your ship. I think one of the like. That was one of my biggest complaints with Rogue One is that we had to wait really like until the last five minutes to get stuff that connected with the original movies where as soon as that vader hallway scene started like okay this is this is part of it now this is it and for me like i can enjoy a star wars movie with or a film or a series without without a lightsaber like andor was good is really good but at certain points you do want to see the force you do want to see a jedi you do want to see a sith because these are what built star wars at least like i think what is mon mothma the only legacy character that we saw in andor and even that like mon mothma showed up for less than a minute of screen time in the originals so that's the kind of cup of coffee that I think that you can do 
to keep people just drawn into a show like that. And Andor was sick. I really liked Andor. Um, but I do agree. I do want to see. I do want to see lightsabers and stuff. Luckily, we have a bunch of that stuff coming out. And this next question is sort of to do with that. You want to take this one, Juder? From Chris in Oregon. Is Ahsoka just a really good setup for the Ray movie? What should we look forward to after this show? This is twice now I've heard about this Ray movie. What is it? Because I'm out of the loop. So the Ray movie is 15 years after Episode 9. And Ray is the Jedi Grandmaster, and she has her own, like, Jedi Academy. What the fuck, man? And she's Master Skywalker. You lost me. I'm, I'm not answering this one, Chris. <laughs> um, Get the fuck out of here. I got a special name for you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, as an avid Ray enjoyer... I don't think it's just supposed to be a setup for the Ray movie. Um, the three biggest characters on the light side of the Ahsoka show are female, right? There's Ahsoka, Sabine, and Hera. And on the other side, is Big Bad Thrawn. A dude, you know? Um, Men are scary! But I don't think it has anything to do with... I don't think it has anything to do with gender. And I think it's literally just telling the story of Ahsoka. And it's going to lead up to the Mandoverse movie that is being put out soon. Um, I don't think it's setting up for anything to do with Rey. But I do think that getting you know good vibes back into Star Wars more than anything is a good thing. And with how much... Like, with how much Ray got hated on, and how much she does get hated on in this call alone, like, I think, you know, sure, you know, I think it is a really good setup because it just keeps the good vibes turning, you know. And after the show, what to look forward to? Acolyte comes out soon. Um, I think Bad Batch season three, which, whew, not a big Bad Batch fan, but. Give me some more what if. There are there's another Tales of the Jedi coming. Um want some more visions. I wish that they do like a Clone Wars show. But for the original trilogy. But like with those characters too, with Han, Leia, Luke. That'd be sick. But I'm also really looking forward to the Lando show. That's being written right now. I really like the the era that we're in. We're kind of in the later sequel. Not sequel, but like we're in the OT, in between the OT and the sequels. Where that's what I've wanted to know what's been going on. So I think it is a good setup. Last question is from Lily in Texas. And again, shout out to everyone who sent in questions if you'd like to do so. You can leave them in the comments. You can tweet them at us at Star Wars TAP. And you can hit us up on Instagram at Star Wars TAP. This is from Lillian, Texas. Throughout the Star Wars saga, we've seen various Force-sensitive individuals grapple with the dark side's temptation. In your opinions, 
is it realistic to expect characters to maintain a lifelong commitment to the light side without ever faltering? How would exploring more morally complex and gray Force users affect the overall storytelling? Keg, you might have a good answer for this one. Um, All right. What are you thinking? So... I, th I think it's really impossible to have a character, let's say a Jedi, who goes her whole life without ever giving in to, if it be the temp temptation of the dark side. Mm -hmm. If it's out of, like, what Kenobi did against Maul. If it's in that situation, or if it's just trying to understand the Force. Yeah. Which was the original Jedi's order was you balance it both sides of the force and you learn more about it and understand it mm -hmm. you're expecting too much if you want someone to be purely light side because i think then you're not getting the full that wouldn't happen with the force no i bet There'd even yoda be... had his vices you know yeah I think every Jedi has had to face it once or a couple of times. Because that's what makes a Jedi a Jedi. Yeah. You get tempted with such darkness. You're able to overcome it. Yeah. And then the Force, in as a, like, as a reward, you know, grants you good tidings. Helps you out. Uh, what about you, Jute? I think it's kind of like real life. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Just temptations a long way, man. Can't mm -hmm. turn away from them. Like she ignore them. Yeah, like Fred was saying in the last, uh, in his last question, I think Obi Wan is the best example of this. Bro lost. Bro lost his love interest. He lost his best friend. He lost his order. He lost a good friend in Padme. He lost his master. And yet, through all that, bro stayed to the light side. So, uh, I don't think anyone would have been able to do that, though. Because we've seen characters fall to the dark side with a lot less. So, I think Obi-Wan is a blueprint on how to do it. But I just, like Jute said, no one's perfect. And the dark side's an appeal. You know, it gives you something that you are craving. It gives you something that you think that you need. And sometimes we just need it, you know? Like the boys were saying at the beginning, I'd be lured to the dark side, you know? <laughs> sometimes editing videos gets to be too crazy. Get a dark side power to do it for me, man. You never know. Mm -hmm. But what do you think, Fred? Well, um, I like the fact that you bring up Obi-Wan because, like, um, I agree that, like, uh, the temptation is so hard to just walk away from, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's there for a reason. Um, you know, like, every person throughout at least one point in their life has probably fallen to temptation, you know? Oh, easy. And the fact that, like, Obi-Wan was able to just go through a lot of that you know like and i think at some point for for just 
the characters like mental sanity alone you kind of need to maybe have them fall to the dark side at least in a small way because like look at what it did to obi-wan man like he he became like this old hermit that lived by himself out out in the desert you know like mm -hmm. as man it it chipped away at his very soul and emptied his emptied him you know like it's rough <laughs> so yeah no they're definitely the, the characters definitely should be tempted by um by the dark side and future endeavors that star wars want to come out with i think they need to find like a good balance to make their storytelling uh linear and make sure it ties in with the entire story because like like we were talking about this new ray movies coming out i want to i want to see something good they need to redeem a lot in a lot of people's eyes the the last trilogy it just they don't like it mm -hmm. the rate some redemption you know to kind of like paint into people's eyes like jt didn't even want to answer the question about the ray movie no. this ray movie you know like i think the ray movie needs to redeem the the series in, in some way shape or form you know they need to do something and i feel like uh them kind of balancing like the temptations of light side and dark side is like a step towards that you know like um it, it definitely is a step towards them making good content that's what we want at the end of the day right we just want good content from star wars yeah. we love star wars um last question of the pod and this is for just all of us in the ray movie mm. what would you rather see happen ray fall to the dark side or finn fall to the dark side Give me Finn. Yeah, I want Igudala. <laughs> Give me Finn on the dark side, man. I think this kind of ties back to what we were talking about before, where like um, Ray's story just seems so familiar to Luke's. Like mm -hmm. we don't want to see the same thing over and over again, right? Yeah. So if she the falters, kind of like Luke did, it's just the same thing. If Finn does it, it's a whole different story, you know. Yeah. So, say like in a blind rage, Finn somehow kills Ray. That'd be crazy. <laughs> kind of like I don't want to spoil. Nah, I'm not gonna spoil the game. I'd be flipped. <laughs> <laughs> but there's an app. Like you could turn to the, use the dark side. You know. Just, oh, I'm about to die. Let me just fucking tap in. I think Tap at that point that I probably would want to see I would want to see Finn because that dude's been through so freaking much and he just hasn't really been like he needs if I could re-answer who I would give a show to or a spinoff bro give me Finn give me a good Finn story but like a good one I don't want to see him holding the blaster anymore give that man his lightsaber and don't don't be weird don't give him purple <laughs> but yeah i hope you all enjoyed the first episode of the pod we're gonna try and get these out to you every wednesday um but thank you guys for your participation in the mailbag make sure to follow us on the social medias and from myself keg jute and fred this has been the archives and we will see you next time deuces manuses peace love and life <laughs>